Welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I am Ashley. And we're back with another episode in our Criterion edition. So the Criterion Collection, uh, it's a company, they put out movies uh, on physical media, uh, DVD and Blu-ray, uh, films that they feel are, are quality films and maybe deserve, you know, a bigger audience, um, have quite a following. They also have a, a channel, um, um, Criterion Channel, uh, it's a streaming service. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we talk periodically about movies that are available through the Criterion Collection. And uh, this edition is a Powell and Pressburger movie. Uh, Michael Powell and Emmerich Pressburger were filmmakers, collectively known as the Archers. Um, today's movie is uh, one they did from 1945 called I Know Where I'm Going! Exclamation <laughs> point. So... Real quick before I hand this over to Ashley, um, we talked about another Powell and Pressburger movie way back in the mists of time, back in 2018. So in the first year of our podcast, we were just kind of like learning the ropes and um, we weren't using like a, a hosting service. So in order to find this episode for uh, we did called Matter of Life and Death, uh, you'll have to go to our website, MashleyMovies.com, and it's in there. So uh, but now we're going to talk about another Powell and Pressburger film. So, Ashley, take it away. All right. I Know Where I'm Going! Exclamation mark stars Wendy Hiller as a young um, woman who is headstrong and she knows what she wants. And as the title says, she knows where she's going. And as the movie opens, um, we learn that she is engaged to be married to a wealthy industrialist who is renting what I imagine to be a castle on this remote island off of Scotland. And so she's going to get on, her plan is simple. She's going to get on a train. She's going to take it up to, you know, the the edge of Scotland. And then she's going to get on a boat and traverse the waters and get to this remote island and live happily ever after with her new rich husband. Um, however, when she gets, gets up to northern, to northern uh, Scotland, uh, the weather is not cooperating. Uh, the... The, the water is impassable, so she's going to have to wait. She's going to have to stay in this um, little village that she finds herself. So she starts to learn a little bit about the people there. She There's another man. There's a man there who is also trying to get to this remote island. She learns a little bit about him, and maybe her plans aren't going to be as simple as she thought they were going to be. That's kind of the setup for this movie, what do you think of this movie, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you introduced me to this movie, or we maybe discovered it together. I, mm-hmm. I, uh, this is we've we've owned this movie for quite a while. Yeah. Um, and watched it a few times. And I think the the, the islands that she goes to are like the Hebrides. If I'm yes, the Hebrides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which are real islands. Now, the one she's going to is is fictitious for the purposes of the film. Um, but no, this is um, an interesting movie. I mean, I like it. It's funny, Powell and Pressburger, um, they have this interesting style. I like it, but 
and the the editing in their movies is the pacing in their movies is is, is always interesting to me because they they the movies just kind of like bop along from one point to the next <laughs> and it's not always smooth but it's usually pretty good mm-hmm. um, this one is kind of like that and this has an interesting mix of like obvious on location shooting some obvious studio filming and then a, a, a kind of a combination of even in the same scenes of of, of both that sometimes you are, are pretty seamless, which I think is good. So, I mean, the production values are, for the time, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Wendy Hiller, I've always liked Wendy Hiller. Um, and then this has in it, Roger, uh, we were just talking before recording, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce the last name, Livesy or Livesy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been, he was in several Powell and Pressburger movies, uh, The Life and Death of Colonel Blimp uh, being one of them. Um, and also The Matter of Life and Death. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he plays the man who's who's out there in the islands that ends up, you know. He, I mean, he knows his, his you know, he's from there. He knows his way around there, and mm-hmm. um, he he she ends up kind of relying on him for her survival out there, among other things. Um, and yeah, um, he he's he's good in this. Um, they have an interesting relationship that develops. Um, this is interesting. It's, it's, I got, was the most recent time we watched this, I was getting shades a little bit of Titanic <laughs> because, you know, in Titanic, you had Kate Winslet betrothed to Billy Zane, mm-hmm. but in that case, unwillingly. Right. But, you know, he was sort of a the well to do gentleman that she was betrothed to. And then she meets Jack Dawson, who's Leonardo DiCaprio. He's, uh, you know, a little more loose, right? A little more with the people. And she goes down below decks and uh, hangs out with the, the Irish folk and does uh, dances and jigs, right? Mm-hmm. This movie, uh, Wendy Hiller is betrothed to this uh, man we never see, mm-hmm. but we do hear him on the radio. Yeah, and he's obviously, you know, he's he looks down upon the locals. Mm-hmm. That's very clear. Um, and then she meets Roger Livesey, and he, you know, they ended up going and they ended up dancing jigs with uh, <laughs> some of the local folk there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that are despised by her groom or, or uh, and, and it's, it's funny, you know, so then she starts not unlike uh, Rose and Titanic, <laughs> she starts becoming a little torn, not, yeah. not quite sure uh, which way to go. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and that, that's the whole point of the movie. I mean, she comes, she starts the movie being very headstrong because she knows where she's going. Mm-hmm. As you see this montage uh, <laughs> as she's growing up yeah. of how headstrong she is. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. But now, in the, in, in the context of the events she faces in this film, she uh, may not always know where she's going. Right. Yeah, I think you know the film obviously is is saying it's 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 nice to have a plan. It's good to have a plan and to plan ahead, but you have to be open to whatever curveballs life throws you, and be open for for new experiences mm-hmm. and to learn new things. And that's kind of what the the movie's all about. So this is kind of one of those movies. I don't know, this sounds weird, but I consider it like one of my secret movies. No one knows about this movie, um, but it's one of my favorites. Um, and I kind of like that. I guess here we're, we're introducing it to more people, but um, it's just, I, I really love the, as we're fond of saying, the evocation of place that this movie provides. Um, I think Powell and Pressburger, they, they're kind of masters at um, filming in a studio, in here, here, you know, that you mentioned it's both a studio and, uh, and on location. Um, 
it's seamless, but I feel like it's seamless but between the two. And while they're masters at um, filming a movie in a studio, the most famous one being Black Narcissus, that's amazing that that was filmed in a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, here, I think that the film really benefits from being on location. There, there was a lot of local involvement in the production of the film, and it, it just feels kind of authentic. Um, and I, I love the, the cinematography in the movie and the, the look of the film. There's a lot of, um, uh, when, when the, during the storm, there's, um, just a lot, it's just like pure silhouettes against the sky mm-hmm. and just a lot of dark shadows. It's, it's, in, you know, this movie is beautiful black and white, um, film. And, um, although, you know, and although it's on Criterion and, and, they, you know, have the typically the best presentation. I feel like this movie could benefit from restoration. Um, I don't think it's been restored necessarily because it, it does look a little grainy and it could benefit from from restoration. Yeah, I kind of like that, though. Mm-hmm. I would be curious to know what restoration, a restored version would look like. And, you know, there's first of all, there's not an across the board, you know, restoration. Right. I mean, yeah. that process goes differently depending on who's doing it and what the movie is and you know, the, how the condition the prints are in. Right. Yeah. But, um, early, I mean, it, so the storm part, I, th- I think it's not quite as silhouette as, uh, but the, the earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. um, when she's arriving on one of the islands, um, it's intra, it's, it's very, it's not ominous, but it almost has ominous tinges of the way it's photographed. It almost throws you off a little bit because mm-hmm. it's really nothing is particularly ominous about what's happening, but the way they film it, because you know characters are standing on the on uh, the, the the beach or the seashore, mm-hmm. and they are blacked out. I mean, you know, there's the it's cloudy behind them, and you really can't see their faces, and you hear, just hear them talking. Yeah, um, and that is kind of strange and stuff. But um, that that is that is really good. So earlier you mentioned you, you thought that they're masters of filming in the studio. So what what about the studio aspect of this movie did you like? Well, it's a technical marvel in that the fact that Roger Livesey or Livesey, who is one of our main characters, um, never set foot in Scotland. His scenes were all filmed in the studio. They used a, a double for him, to, you know, so they filmed like the back of him and stuff. But that is seamless. I mean, I would have never known that he was never right there um, in Scotland with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I think that's kind of a remarkable achievement, <laughs> if you, once you know that. Um, yeah, so just the seamlessness of it is, I think, pretty good. Yeah. Um, this, you mentioned, you mentioned uh, the evocation of place earlier. I remember one of the things that I first noticed about this movie, the, the first time I watched it was, you know, it, it has um, almost, almost a cozy element to it in certain parts. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... One of the things that happens is, you know, when, when she arrives at the island that she ends up spending the most time at, um, she spends the most time there because the weather is not cooperating with her to get to the other island where her fiancé is. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of rain out, out, that's going on outside. And it's not always raining, but it's just it's, it's the, the sea has is, is got a, sort of a, a tempest that's going on yes, out there. And so there's this uh, house that she stays in for a while. It's... A friend of Roger Livesey's, mm-hmm. a female friend. Mm-hmm. And I remember I turned to you at one point, I'm like, so what is their relationship? Because I feel like 
the woman whose house Wendy Hill is staying at, I feel like that character likes Roger Lives' character. Yeah. Uh, there's something that I feel like is a little bit more than friendship, uh, at least on her part. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like it's never gone anywhere, probably. And it likely never will. Mm-hmm. So she is respectful of that and kind of just <laughs> lets him do his thing. Yeah. And takes in this woman that he is obviously falling for. Uh, but in her house, which is itself kind of cozy, um, you know, it's even made even more cozy by, you know, the, the, the storm outside and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I remember we watched this one time, I think on a day when it was raining uh, or storming outside um, or maybe it was snowing. I don't remember. But the weather was inclement mm-hmm. and it really was nice to watch this during that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the the movie definitely sets a mood, and it's a great rainy day film, like you said. Um, but you know, I I love the the mood that the movie creates. You know, there's like there's even some folklore that's shared that kind of sets the the mood. And the and the um, there's a uh, like a, the ruins of a castle that has a curse on it. So just elements like this that kind of I find intriguing. Um, but it's it's never like heavy handed with it. It's 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 it stays pretty grounded and subtle. Um, so, yeah. yeah. This also has um, Patula Clark, who's a British <laughs> singer from way back in the day. Uh, she is in this. She's a young woman. She's a young girl. She's thirteen, I think, twelve mm-hmm. or thirteen when she made this. Um, but she features in this movie a little bit. Yeah. There's a, you know, going back to some of the kind of the technical achievements in the movie. There's a, there's a really wonderful scene where, um, involving a whirlpool off the, in the, in the sea. Oh yeah. And I think that's really well done considering it's 1945 or whenever. Um, cause you, you see it from multiple angles and from multiple viewpoints and it, it looks very, very real. Um, it's, it's based on a, there's a real whirlpool off, um, in that area. And it's kind of based on that, um, so I thought that was a really kind of exciting scene and very well done. And yeah, yeah, very impressive for the time. Yeah. And I like, it's funny, you know, um, Wendy Hill's character is obviously the star or co-star of the show and she's likable, which I find every, every time I, I rewatch this, I, I pay attention to this or I catch that. And, and I, this last time I watched it, I was noticing even more like, I mean, she's, um, comes from money and she's a bit spoiled, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it's one thing to be confident and know where you're going, mm-hmm. but it's another thing to have that. And then also mixed in with that is, you know, you think quite a lot of yourself and are, yeah. uh, you know, you, 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 your, your, your dad gives you money and, <laughs> and whatever. Cause it's one of the opening scenes is she's meeting with her father. And I have to say, um, even this last time when we watched it, it had been long enough since we'd seen it that I, ha- I wasn't clear. I'm like, this isn't her, um, like, particularly older <laughs> husband, right? You know, I, it's funny. I'd completely forgotten the whole part that she was going to see a fiance, but it's like it was her dad. But the, she, the way she addresses him is, is like she calls him darling and mm-hmm. whatever. And you just realize, oh, she's like a spoiled rich woman, and and <laughs> she just calls her dad darling and gets gets money from him. Um, now that kind of sounds like on paper is like, that's not a really relatable protagonist, 
but because it's Wendy Hiller and because the character is written uh, the way it is, you know, um, you, you, you like her. And, right. And, yeah. and she has a real character arc that, you know, oh, yeah. you can appreciate because um, she learns some humility. She learns about these, you know, you, you know that she has never spent any time with people like this before. <laughs> Correct. And so she, you know, learns how, you know, the authentic people are living <laughs> in, in Scotland and, um, you know, her rich husband maybe isn't going to cut it compared to fiance, these. Yeah. Her, her, yeah. Her rich fiance maybe isn't going to cut it. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a movie that I, that I cherish quite a bit. Yeah. So what do you give it out, Tim? I'm going to give it a 9.5. Okay. Um, I give it an 8.8. So our score is a 9.2. It is on the tomato meter. It has a fresh from critics, 12 critics, but critics nonetheless, <laughs> of 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then an audience score of 82%. So that is, um, I know where I'm going. It is uh, something that has been released by the Criterion Collection. Has some interesting uh, special features on there, we, mm-hmm. which we watch some of the, those uh, kind of a documentary um, that is um, uh, got like Martin Scorsese on there and Thelma Schoonmaker. Yeah, they're she, they're big fans of the film. Big fans. Well, she was married to I think it was Michael Powell. That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, and she's Martin Scorsese's longtime editor. Mm-hmm. So they. Um, yeah, Martin Scorsese has actually, I think he's fronted money for the restoration of at least a couple of Powell and Pressburger movies. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's an interesting documentary. Uh, and, and so I actually don't know if the physical media version of this is still available through the Criterion. But if it is, you should pick it up. Definitely. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you. I know where I'm going and I know who's going with me. My dear knows who I'll marry Well I'd have stockings of silk